0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Episode 49 of the Destination Debbie podcast. You know who it is. It's your host, Ray Garvin. You can find me on Twitter at RayGQ. Make sure you're following the show at Destination Debbie. The DDP is a proud member of the DLF family of podcasts. So make sure you check out all the amazing podcasts on the network, as well as some, some fantastic written content over there on dynastyleaguefootball.com. But here we are. You know, continuing this series where I'm taking you pick by pick one through 12 in your traditional Dynasty League rookie drafts, super flex drafts, Debbie startups, Debbie super flex drafts. And we're talking about what I would do at each spot, each pick. And, you know, I'm not just going off consensus rankings. I'm letting you know how I feel how I feel, why I feel the way I feel, and why I would go the direction that I would go in these drafts. And to give you a little bit of a recap for those of you who have missed the first three parts of this series, at 101 in rookie Superflex drafts, I went with Burrow, Tua, and Taylor. That's one, two, and three. Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, and Jonathan Taylor. Debbie Superflex Startups, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase. Rookie draft single quarterback leagues, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swithin at the 103 Cam A. Akers. Devi single quarterback startups, Jamar Chase, Rondell Moore, and Rashad Bateman round out that top three. So we're on to the 104 rookie super flex drafts. What do you do? Two quarterbacks are off the board. The top rated rusher is off the board. Do you reach and go for the quarterback? You know, quarterback, super flex, you know, super flex formats, quarterback is king. So they tell me. But uh there's absolutely no way I'm taking Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts at the 104 spot, not with the phenomenal talent on the board that is DeAndre Swift. You know, if I can't get Taylor, if I can't get Taylor... DeAndre Swift is no consolation prize. That is a hell of a get as RB2 in the 2020 class. A lot of people's RB1. And by all accounts, based off of some things that I'm seeing on Twitter, Vegas, his odds, as far as sports books are concerned, is he looks like the favorite to be the first running back taken in the 2020 draft. And when you look at Swift, I can easily see why. At 5'8", 212 pounds, ran a 4'4", 40-yard dash. I mean, productive every year that he was at George. Georgia, a capable pass catcher out of the backfield, some of the nastiest dead leg agility that you're going to see in this class. I mean, he can do it all. He's a three down threat. So when you're looking at the difference between him and Taylor, I think, you know, one of the things that you don't have to ask questions about is his ability on third downs to catch the ball. He's a very good pass blocker. He could run between the tackles. So, you know, there's nothing lacking in DeAndre Swift's game. While I think Jonathan Taylor is the best pure runner in this class, if you ask me who the safest running back prospect could be, I think there's an argument that DeAndre Swift is that guy in this 2020 class. So to be able to get him at the 104 spot. I know there's CeeDee Lamb, you know, some like J.K. Dobbins a little bit more, but for me, it's Swift. I want the three-down threat, Give me that rushing ability on first and second down and on third down so he can stay on the field, pass protect, or go out and pass uh, and run a pass route and catch the ball out of the backfield and be deployed as a weapon, right? I don't think for as much as Jonathan Taylor can improve in the receiving game, I don't know if he'll ever be utilized as a weapon in the passing game. There's a big difference, okay? There's a big difference between catching passes and being deployed as a pass catching weapon, and that is where I think DeAndre Swift can be utilized as a pass-catching weapon he ran out of the slot his uh sophomore year in college while elijah uh, holyfield was there he played out of the slot so he's got experience actually lining up out wide in multiple sets multiple formations and being deployed as a pass-catching weapon deandre swift can do that so in super flex formats at the 104 no-brainer locked and loaded give me deandre swift now let's transition over to the devy side of the ball devy Superflex, Rondell moore 104, that's where I'm going. No running back, uh, no Rashad Bateman, no Travis Etienne, There's no other quarterback that I want here. It's Rondell Moore. Give me the most versatile player in college football. One of the most dynamic players in college football. Can score from anywhere at any given point in time on the field. Special teams. uh, Out wide at wide receiver. In the slot. As a punt returner. As a running back. He just offers that type of positional versatility. Rondell Moore is a... He's a sensational sensational football player. He's a phenomenal prospect and I, I'm seeing more and more people find negatives like like he just became five foot nine. Like, Rondell Moore was 5'9 when he was dominating the Big Ten as a true freshman. He was 5'9 when the 2019 season started, and he was still going as the consensus 101 in Devy Startup drafts. He's 5'9 now, and he's going to be 5'9 throughout his entire career, so I don't know why that is being used as a negative against Rondell Moore. Now, listen, if you prefer Jamar Chase, if you prefer uh, Tamarion Terry or Jalen Waddell or Seth Williams or whomever, Rashad Bateman more than more than you like Rondell Moore, then that's fine. But don't act like his stature has just now become a problem. It's he's been the same damn height since he came into college. So that argument against Rondell Moore now just seems a little I just think it's just draped and biased. You just don't like him. You're not a fan of the smaller wide receiver, which is absolutely fine. That's your prerogative, but there's nothing there's nothing in Moore's profile that screams he's not gonna be a fantastic prospect. So let's keep the show rolling and look at the Dynasty rookie drafts. Rookie pick 104. What are we doing? We went JT, we went Swift, we went Cam Akers. A little bit, bit of a surprise for some people. I had some feedback that a lot of people thought I was going CeeDee Lamb at the 103 or that's the direction I would go. And, and I'll tell you again, like the way that I Dynasty is I build through youth at the running back position I feel like the wide receiver position is just it's it's so much more of a learning curve for majority of rookies coming into the NFL whereas the running back I mean you plop a man essentially and tell him to go carry the ball and run and pick up yards it the the translation the transferability from college to the NFL from from all accounts from what I know about the game from people that I've talked to it's a lot easier transitioning as a running back than it is a wide receiver and and running backs accrue that value instantaneously, you know? If Cam Akers goes out there week one with the Atlanta Falcons and has a hundred rushing yards, you'd be able to trade him after one week for more than you could a wide receiver who barely got on the field, a snap percentage is low, unless they come out the gates and do what Marquise Brown did against the Miami Dolphins in his first game of his NFL career last season. But, uh, you know, the Odell Beckham seasons of the world, the the, the Mike Evanses of the world who come out of the gate screaming at wide receiver are few and far between. So, again, I'm selling off aging veteran assets at the running back position, and I'm replenishing with talented rookies. And in this rookie class, you've got a big four or a big five that I'm taking – all four of these guys before I take any wide receiver, and that's not to discount my love for some of these players, but in single quarterback leagues, it should be an easy call. Now, depending on how you have these guys ranked, you know, that's that's up to interpretation, right? That's up to whomever's prerogative that is, but it should be Taylor, Swift, and Akers Dobbins, and that's where I'm going at 104. Ohio State's uh, the former Ohio State Buckout J.K. Dobbins is who I'm taking at the 104. I Think he's a fantastic running back prospect. You know, when I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor and all the accolade that's just bestowed upon him, and DeAndre Swift and Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins he can do it all. You know, rushing the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield, a physical runner, durable. You know, even even in his final collegiate game against Clemson, I mean, he, he's out there battling a high ankle sprain, apparently, and he's trying to come back into the game. He's trying to finish it out. He wants to compete. He wants to play. He's just a tough, tough kid. And we didn't get to see him participate at the combine, but make no mistake about it, he is, he is a hell of an athlete, one of the best athletes, the best spark athlete out of his 2017 recruiting class, uh, tested through the roof at that uh, combine function when he was in high school senior I mean I mean he's athletic he's athletic is all outdoors I don't need to see him run the 40 yard dash or jump the vertical to know or to believe that JK is 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 athletic you know is shown an ability to catch the ball all three years he was at Ohio State. Even with the down sophomore campaign, he came back with a vengeance in 2019, over 2,000 rushing yards. And, yeah, the Ohio State offense and that product, it yields for wide running lanes. When you've got a quarterback like Justin Fields back there, when you have Chris Olave out wide and K.J. Hill out wide, and you've got Garrett Wilson out wide, and you've got Jeremy Record at tight end, I mean, there, they're, they're, the, the, the lane should be open right they should be open if you've got a good offensive coordinator scheming your players uh, open so I'm not I'm not holding that against Dobbins I know when you're looking at Dobbins versus Akers, the two offensive situations couldn't be more opposite, right? Akers, shit situation. Dobbins, great situation. Akers having to make everybody miss behind the line of scrimmage. J.K. Dobbins not getting touched until he gets to the second level. However, there's no discounting and denying how good and how talented J.K. Dobbins is. So at the 104 that is where uh, the tier break for me for the running backs sort of sort of, sort of of levels off, right? So Taylor, Swift, Akers, Dobbins at the 104. Now, in Devi Startups, single quarterback leagues, we went Chase Moore, Bateman. And uh, at the 104, I'm taking my number one rated running back right now, and that's Oklahoma State's redshirt junior Chuba Hubbard. That's right. Nation's leader in rushing last year, absolute breakout campaign. I told you, I told you, if you listen to the DDP, I was preaching Chuba Hubbard's name all summer long by, by, by Chuba Hubbard. And all he did in 2019 was absolutely dominate everybody that he faced. Did not catch the ball a lot this year, which was a little surprising. I thought he would have had some more more receiving production because he did as a redshirt freshman while Justice Hill was still there. He did show very well out of the backfield catching the ball. But man, Hubbard is a home run threat every time he gets the ball. Former national champion in track and field in high school, he is an elite sprinter. He has elite speed, and he's got enough wiggle to make people missed in the open field. You know, again, it's not, it doesn't look like DeAndre Swift. It doesn't look like Edwards E. Lair. It doesn't look like LaShawn McCoy, but man, his his one cut ability, if you get him in a zone offense where all he has to do is hit, make one cut and go, he gets to top in speed instantaneously. And when Chuba Hubbard is in the open field, you are not catching him. It's good night, lights out. He's gone. Raise your hand six points. I mean, that's the type of elite athleticism that he has. Now, what's interesting is when I first started this series, I was talking about at the one hundred two, one hundred three, Travis Etienne. But uh, some of this stuff is to throw you off because I do think Chuba is a better running back prospect right now than Travis Etienne and Max Borgie and Najee Harris, who who I think we're all. We're, I'm going to touch on all of those other running backs within this top twelve. But if you're telling me right now today, I had to pick one. These running backs from the 2021 class to hang my hat on, it's going to be Hubbard. It's going to be the six foot one, 210 pound rusher, opposed to you know, five foot 10, you know. Potentially sub-200-pound runner in Travis Etienne. Look, look, his weight is fluctuated. I've seen him at 200. I've seen him at 210. I don't know what he's going to come in at, but he's a dynamic, talented runner, and I do love me some Najee Harris. You know, it's just tough with these guys coming back for their senior seasons, and how much does that kind of, you know, devalue them going into the nfl and if there was one knock against chuba hubbard it's his usage and you know i just it's different than it's a little different than than jonathan taylor man chuba's taking some hits i've seen him get just pounded and uh the thing is mike gundy is going to rely on him and rely on him early and often in uh, the 2020 season which who knows if 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 the college season is shortened maybe all of this is null and void and it's a non-issue and a non-point but man they ran that dude over and over and over and over again that's why part of me was hoping that Chuba came out as a redshirt sophomore but still very young still very talented at the 104 and Devi startup single quarterback leagues I'm rolling with the Canadian Chuba Hubbard so quick recap super flex Ricky Drafts, DeAndre Swift 104, Superflex Devi Startups, Rondell Moore 104, Traditional Single Quarterback Leagues 104, J.K. Dobbins, and Single Quarterback Devi Startups, I'm going with Chuba Hubbard. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Destination Devi podcast. If you have yet to subscribe to the show, please do so. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. I have a very, very exciting NFL draft prospect who's going to be dropping by the Destination Devi. Doing an interview with me, he's one of the top-rated players in the 2020 class, so hoping to get that interview uh, loaded up for the weekend, coming out only on the YouTube channel. Also got some uh, pretty pretty nice Destination Devi shirts In with the new gold logo, all black tea. You know, I love me some all black, all black tea with the gold destination Debbie logo. Going to be giving that away to some loyal listeners, man. Hey, and the new all gas show is up. I'm going to be putting out the all gas show every single week. By popular demand, people want it. Every four weeks, it's not good enough. I got to do better than that. But every week, there'll be a new all-gas show. have got new all-22 film up. Good shit is coming. Coming to the Destination Devi. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I appreciate you joining in. We'll be back with the 105 show. Be safe. Stay home. Stay locked into the Destination Devi. I'm rambling, man. Drop the music. Team MAC production.